It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Later, a limp body in his arms, he waded ashore. 
But what I always say is private affairs should stay private. Uh, in the normal course, yes, I quite agree. But it so happens we know Pierre the Flower. And uh, find that old thing a little difficult to understand. How do you mean? Well, he's a fine young man. Steady, reliable, sincere. I'm not against him personally, if that's what you get at. Well, then why do you refuse to allow Rosemary to see him? Because oil and water don't mix, that's why, nor never will. What, you mean? That... I mean my daughter's my daughter. The gentleman. No good never comes of such things. Why don't he stick to his own coin? Because he loves me, that's why. He wouldn't marry me if he could. Yeah, that's what they are, say. But when it comes to the point, it's a different story. Pierre's not like that, Father. Then why don't he marry Tell me that. You know why. Because he's not allowed. Because he's already beholden to another. Oh, the excuse be good enough. I'm sure you do, Pierre, less than justice. Uh, so am I. Mr. Bardolph, um, suppose... Um, well, suppose by some means Pierre's parents were persuaded to change their minds. Uh, suppose they agreed to his marrying, Rosemary. Why talk of the impossible? In our experience, nothing is impossible, but it's proven so. You want your daughter to be happy, don't you? Aye. And then if they did approve the match, you'd not oppose it. Wait, wait, wait a minute, sir. Now, I've not said that. No, but you will say it now, won't you? Well, uh, if they say it's all right, and he still wants to marry her, I'm not standing her way. Good. That's all we want to know. Come on, Tony. Where are we going? Got to find Pierre and his father, of course. As we made our way towards the Twelve's home, we were, I must confess, in some little doubt. Five years ago, at the height of the terror, when Tony and I had brought the Twelve's out of France for the safety of England, Pierre had been a boy of sixteen. He liked him then, and admired his steadfastness. But sometimes people change as they grow up. Perhaps old Barolf had been right about him. And then, as we neared the entrance drive, we saw him. He ran forward eagerly to meet us, and in two minutes we knew we'd not been wrong. I do not, monsieur. You must believe that from the bottom of my heart. And you really want to marry her? It is my greatest wish. Well, then why don't you just uh, elope with her? It is not possible. Well, it's been done before. I should have thought anything so romantic would appeal to a Frenchman. No, no, that is popular fantasy. It is you English who are romantic. Well, I never noticed it. It is true, I assure you. We French are the practical ones. First, you see... I am promised to Suzette Deschamps. Little Suzette? Oh, so that's who you're supposed to marry. Yes, Mrs. You'll never have that name. Yes, indeed. She's only a child. I think she was when she and her came to me. Well, that was four years ago. I dare say she's grown up now. That is almost 18, monsieur. And very lovely. Uh, but not so lovely that you want to marry her. One does not give his heart to two. Suzette and I have been friends since childhood, but that is all. How does she feel about it, eh? And there's a young Englishman, an officer of the guard, he... Honorable Rollo Chaussee. And she's in love with him? Yes, I think so. But of course, she's an obedient daughter. You mean she's going to do what she told? Yes, monsieur. Uh-huh. And apart from Suzette, if I were to elope with Rosemary, I would be dead. Oh, cut off without a penny, eh? That is what my father has said. Well, I suppose you were. You're not afraid of work, are you? Oh, no, monsieur. I want to work. In fact, I must tell you, sir, I have a, a big, exciting thing. You have heard of New South Wales? The new colony in the South Seas? Yes. But that's a convict settlement, isn't it? Oh, they want free men, too, to till the soil and civilize the wilderness. That is my dream. To go there with Rosemary, to have our own land and farm, to grow wheat for bread and grapes for wine. Well, why don't you take her there? <laughs> money, monsieur, for our passages to buy land and tools and to build a home. Well, we could lend you enough. Thank you, monsieur, but I could not teach you. Well, why not? That is too much to ask. Besides, I am what I suppose you call a beautiful son. Though my father is so difficult over these sides. Well, 
find honor in the step you should be I could not go against his wishes. I see. One of the man says that unless your father can be induced to change his mind, we can never hope for this dream of yours to come true. That is so, monsieur. Right. Well, we must talk then. See what we can do. I am grateful for your interest, but it will do no good. You will waste your breath. I know. No harm wasting a little breath now and then in a good cause. Come on, Tony. Pierre welcomed us as old and valued friends, and as soon as we got onto the subject of Pierre and Rosemary, his face set in stubborn, obdurate lines. No, no, no. Absolutely and definitely a thousand times no. But, sure. Sir, sir, you and your stewards wanted myself and my family a great service. At much risk to yourself, you brought us out of fear and danger. You gave us that something we had forgotten. Freedom. You almost said and saved our lives. You exaggerate. No, 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 no. It is true. I was grateful then, and... I still have today. I would do anything you want. You know that. Except the one thing he asked. That I am afraid is impossible. I am Pierre's father. I must be the one who is allowed to decide what is best for the future. Even fathers can be wrong sometimes. Surely you must see, monsieur. He really loves this here. A mere infatuation. We don't think so. At any rate, he doesn't love his death. What has love to do with marriage? Well, a great deal, I suppose. Ah, Pierre is a good boy. Suzette is a good girl. Love will come later. And if it doesn't, they are of the one world. They have known each other since they were children. There will always be mutual affection and respect. Oh, many marriages have succeeded on that. So that's your final answer as well? It is. And the wedding to be uh, when? A week from tomorrow. So soon? Oh, the sooner it is over, the sooner Pierre will forget his fisherman's daughter. I hope you will both do us the honor to be present. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. Yes, we'll be there, all right. In a moment, Marius Goring returns as the Scarlet Pimpernel. Four years earlier. Deschamps was delighted. So was I. Not only to meet him again, 
but to find I had not erred in my recollection of him. He was a big man, tall, about the same build as myself, and uh, that was important. I broached the subject of Pierre and his daughter, but only casually. Yes, 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 they are to be married a week from today. Pierre and my little Suzette. It seems only yesterday they were children. You look forward to the marriage, monsieur? But of course. Our families have been friends for generations. It is good to think they will now be united by even closer bonds. And, uh, Suzette? Suzette? Uh, she looks forward to it, too. Why should she not? Oh, I had heard rumors concerning a certain young officer of the guards. You mean Rollo Sorti? Oh, yes, that was the name, I believe. Mm. Nice boy, Rollo. If there were no Pierre, Suzette could choose a dot word. But uh, there is Pierre. Exactly, my friend, there is Pierre. She is going to be very happy, my little Suzette. I hope so, indeed. <laughs> well, later on, I'd like to talk to her. Offer my congratulations. Well, there she is in the Rose Garden. Why not talk to her now? Good idea. I'll see you later, monsieur. important to say to you. Huh? Now, I'm going to be absolutely frank, and I want you to be too. Promise? If you wish it. Good. Now, you're to marry Pierre Letoile a week from today. Yes. You want to marry Well, uh, I... You promise to be frank? No. No, monsieur, I do not. You know, of course, that Pierre's in love with a girl named Rosemary Bardot. Oh, yes. And you are in love with Rollo Cecil. Oh, monsieur. Uh, please, Suzette. Yes, yes, I am. And is he in love with you? I do not know. Oh, you mean he's not declared himself? No, never. But you think he is? I have, I have dared to hope, monsieur. Good. Then if Pierre were to marry Rosemary, you would be able to marry Rollo. But it is not possible. Uh, uh, I have a plan, but uh, its success depends very largely on yourself. On you, monsieur? Hmm. On the degree to which you're willing to cooperate. Oh, I will do anything, anything at all. You really mean that? Yes. Now, first of all, who's making your wedding dress? The dressmaker in the village. Her name is Adelaide. Uh, you know her well. Yes, monsieur. She is trustworthy. I mean, can you rely on her discretion? Oh, absolutely, I'm sure. Good. Well, I want you to go to her today, and you'll tell her to make an exact duplicate of the dress, yes. including the veil. I take it there is to be a veil? Yes, it's in one. Ah, then I tell her you've changed your mind. Tell her you want to pick one. What, monsieur? Very thick. There were many things to be done during the next week. Rosemary's fears to be allayed and her cooperation engaged. Andrew Fuchs had to be summoned from London as Tony was otherwise engaged. At last, the day of the wedding came. Ceremony was to be at four. At half past three, a carriage containing Deschamps and Suzette left for the church. When suddenly... As the coach rounded a bend. Hey, you there! Stop! Whoa, there! Whoa! What has happened? Last time I went, sir. I said, don't be so crude, old sir. We prefer to be known as gentlemen of the road. Sorry, Your Honor. I'm sure. Yes, you'll be a lot sorrier if this pitfall chances to go off. Don't, don't shoot, sir. Please don't shoot. I 
got a wife and four children, sir. What is the meaning of this? If you and a young lady just step down, you'll know very soon. But this is an outrage. But I must let him say. But, oh, yes, yes, I suppose so. Keep an eye on that coachman. I have been all day like monsters. Young lady. Thank you, Mr. You better come along too, Kirsten. Yes, sir. Certainly, sir. Wife and four kids, sir. So the four. later, in a hut hidden among the trees, Deschamps listened, open-mouthed with surprise, as a certain proposal was prepared. Monsieur Deschamps, you will be good enough to remove your altered garment. What? You heard me, sir. This is absurd. I refuse. I would remind you, monsieur, that this pistol is loaded. Please, do as you are told. Please. With all I think. But only under protest, Matthew. Under the service protest. Quite a number of personalities and garments were changed. Then finally, we were in the carriage and on our way. Suzette in her wedding dress, Rosemary in the duplicate wedding dress, with two very thick veils over their heads, and I in the somewhat unusual role of a proud father. How can you hope to succeed? Even if Pierre agreed to deception, what of his father? Have no fear. We are not without our resources, mademoiselle. And what of you, Suzette? At this precise moment, a carriage containing none other than the Honorable Rollo Sergius, who I venture to think will not be entirely unwelcome at this moment, should not be more than half a mile behind us. He, too, you see, has a rendezvous at the church today. Now, that leaves one other carriage to arrive, the one containing Pierre and his father. But the party, I do not understand. You will, my dears. You will. The brides were ten minutes late, but that, of course, is the traditional privilege of brides. And one of the bridegrooms was even later, because at that precise moment, only a mile away from the church, Lequire's carriage, by a strange coincidence, had suffered a similar fate at the hands of abominable Hiram. Monsieur Lequire, was good enough to remove your outer garments. What? You heard me, sir. What? This is absurd. I refuse. I would remind you, monsieur, this pistol is loaded. Papa, please do as you're told. Please. Well, all right, then. But only under protest, Matthew. Under the very firmest protest. Meanwhile, I was trying to calm an exceedingly agitated parson when, thank heavens, Pierre and his new father arrived. Rosemary, I never believed it possible despite what they told me. But here you are. My dearest. Come It is an old French custom to have a little surprise at these affairs. 
Brexit right and the groom are to be married? That does not mean German. It is maybe a French custom, sir, but in England it is quite oh. impossible. Uh, allow me to correct you for both possible and profitable. Um, let's try more friends. Let's try. Yes, my dear. Uh, uh, that bag of gold. Oh. Now, 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 let me... Uh, naturally, for a double wedding, that will be a double fee. Oh, I, I, I do begin to see your point. Uh, and so, a few minutes later, down the aisle walked bride and groom, uh, and groom and bride. I had the privilege of giving away my daughter, Suzette, and Fuchs did the honors for Rosemary. As for Pierre's father, but just at that moment, the door of the church was flung open, revealing the two real fathers. Stop! Stop! Good Lord, let me that torn Stop! He says, I am his wife, father! I am his father, I'll be I really don't care who you are. The wedding has taken place, and you are in church, and you are in your undergarment. Now, please, get out. Champagne can help in these situations, particularly when dealing with Frenchmen. <laughs> I give you a toast to the happy pair. I echo that toast. Ah, it is terrible. They are married and they are not married. Married and uh, not married? What do you mean? Uh, Mr. Deschamps is perfectly right. The uh, parents' consent has not yet been given. Then they are not married. Oh, yes, they are uh, married, too. In our family for 400 years, we have always been married or unmarried. Something must be done. Oui, but, uh, but what? Uh, oh, that's perfectly simple. Uh, just sign these documents. Ah, uh, but I am not quite sure. Uh, there will be another fee, of course. Oh, well, in that case, it is uh, quite simple. Uh, Sir Percy, may I give you another toast? To those without whom this would not be such a happy day. The Friends of Freedom, the League of the Scottish Symphonelle. Conducted by Sidney Torch. Produced by Harry Allen Carr.